Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu. visit The show is about to start. In three, two, one. Again for number 10, Cave Crew Radio Season 10. Let's go! CaveCrewRadio.com There was a time when the world turned their back on men. Men with a dream and savage yearning within them. Legions compelled by passion that knows no boundaries. A consuming flame that defies plausible explanations. Battling the forces of domestication, they find the courage to band together to experience the awesome power of I said this with all due respect. Shut up! Shut up! Shut! 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 Shut up! Shut up! broadcast of the masculine feminist has been commandeered by the secret society no man gonna go to a place like a shot in a beer steak man saying we can stop get pancakes and then we'll get laid all right why do you drink ice cold beer on hot mr clayman what else are you gonna do with it to alcohol the cause of and solution to all of life's problems Yes, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Cave Crew Radio is the name of the show. My name is DK. I am live in my cave in Windsor, Ontario, Canada. We are live on Facebook. We are live on YouTube. We are live at CaveCrewRadio.com. Also, Paul Stock Radio, syndicating on several others that you can find on the homepage um, as well is wherever you can uh, download podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, we have a very big show. And if you're listening on podcasts, you don't know uh, the secrets that uh, we revealed on the pre-show. This is exclusive uh, to Facebook, YouTube, and CaveCrewRadio.com. Um, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, lots to cover tonight, lots to get to. So uh, before I do that, I always like to uh, uh, bring in my esteemed co-host. And now, he is the king of the sovereign county of Urine Stench and Stenchlandia. The commander-in-chief of the Water Gypsies. The self-proclaimed president of the United States. A university graduate. 
and always the epicenter of something. Ladies and gentlemen, His Royal Highness, Big B. Yes, live from Queens, New York, I am King B, King of Stenchlandia and of the Water Gypsies, your president-elect of the United States of America, and as always, epicenter of something. But before we have the epicenter... Well, wait a minute, so we got to... Before we have the epicenter, we have something else. Yeah, we got to get to... Oh, that's not the camera angle I was hoping for. How do I change that? I don't know what the fuck this is. Okay, hang on a minute. This is not working. This is not working in my favor. Ladies and gentlemen, it is already time for... Mrs. B presents the drink of the week. And not just that, ladies and gentlemen, apparently it is... Now... A Mrs. B original. Miss- and now, oh. a Mrs. B original. Wow. Like, now, oh. a Mrs. B Holy original. Jeez. How many There's times a lot you? of them. Jesus. Thank you very much. I caught you the first time. Uh, they're Daryl, the stagehand. Um, so I have an entourage with me tonight, so I have Mrs. B. I'm trying to. Uh, I'm going to get I you on solo. Song. I'm not going to be able to... Uh, so I have Mrs. B. I have my eldest son. My younger son was here as well. I don't know where he went. That's not working. Um, but this is this is the drink. And before I hold it up um, and show it to everybody, what is it called? My uh, Mrs. B is calling it a jokey Smurf, and it contains vodka, whiskey sour mix, blueberry sun kissed, blueberry lemonade sun kissed, and and. As she says, the joke is in the garnish. So I'm going to hold up this. I'm going to hold hold up this. Oh, my drink. goodness. This, look at this. This is like a Harry Potter theme. It has a fucking sandwich on the oh, top. Oh, this is awesome. It is turkey and cheese. This is the best drink of the week ever. It's a blue drink with a fucking sandwich on it. And two umbrellas. And two umbrellas, yeah, two umbrellas. This is, oh, this is, a, oh, so not only does it have a fucking sandwich, it has a sour raspberry, like, gummy, uh, like Joel, it says, what the fuck? Oh, I, I didn't know get him yet, sorry, I'm writing things down. For instance, you can use hot pepper to ruin the glass, you can use desitin to hold the sugar down, that's the fun part, but since it's you... We wanted to keep the joke acceptable and uh, without repercussions. Uh, Mike Jolitz is, is shouting out a big hello to Mrs. B. Oh, Mike Jolitz says hi. Hey, me as well. Me as well. Mike, uh, Mike uh, uh, Kim says hi. What um, about me? I I said, to do wait a minute. I said hi as well. I think you're supposed to fucking eat it. I'm not, I'm not, I'm going to eat it. No, all right, fine. I'm going to eat it. You but have maybe, to take over. I'm doing the choo-choo stew and eating on air. Yeah, but I, maybe you should have a sip of the drink first. I don't know. Well, I'm going to eat this first because it's like a lot. It's probably left over from uh, Communion Sunday. No, you know what? When I walked by, and I told you I couldn't see it. My fucking my son is standing there with this thing of turkey in front of him. He goes, no, I just made a sandwich. I said, that better not be in a fucking drink. Joking. I was joking when I said that. Ladies and gentlemen, a uh, blue Smurf special, I believe. I'm not eating this. Yeah, I'm not eating a sour straw. Right. Now I now I can have the drink. All right. And, and, and as always, is there extra? Uh, I don't think so. This is it, right? Extra. Yeah, this is it. 
That's quite a good size uh, drink, though. This is a quarter of a bottle of Ciroc. Okay. And, and Mike Jolett's in chat. He likes vodka. Uh, just throwing onto an ad. You can tell it's summertime. My wife came home and says to me, can you help me unload the car? And, of course, I have my case of beer. And um, tequila, uh, Crown Royal, uh, Kraken, uh, wine, uh, you name it. It's all up in the bar. If you want to come visit uh, DK, I've got a well-stocked bar. How does the actual drink taste? It's not bad. It's uh, it's like it's almost like Powerade with yeah. alcohol. Oh, nice! So you'll be you'll stop yawning like you were on the pre-show. Uh, this may be work the opposite way. <laughs> I don't know. There's half a quarter of a bottle of vodka in here. Anyway. But it does taste like Powerade, like alcoholic Powerade, basically. All right. Well, you've got tons of shit behind you if you need to switch. Oh, no, I have. Yeah. How was the turkey sandwich, by the way? Was there mayo? No, there was no mayo. It was because my, my, <coughs> my son eats everything dry. He's like fucking Elwood of the Blues Brothers. <laughs> eats everything dry. Uh, so, no, there was no mayonnaise, no mustard, no condiment on the sandwich. Okay. What about the uh, epicenter? Right, we're we're done now. I'm I, I'm making sure they're they're out because otherwise my son will sit here and cackle for an hour. Ah, uh, all right then. Where are you? Uh, speaking of drinking, before you get to your epicenter, uh, I am the epicenter of uh, my son is turned 19 years old. Um, uh, Mike Jones is having two fried chickens and a diet coke. That's Anyways. Jake's. That's Jake's dinner. Uh, Jake no. from uh, uh, the Blues Brothers. Oh, okay. See, so, yeah, you guys. Uh, are... uh, Elwood is all I can throw. Toast. All I can throw is a rubber biscuit. Um, Where are you? Your camera is not on. Oh well, it was just you. It was your uh, was your very special. I don't want this camera angle. Yep. God's sakes, hate this thing. Um, Anyway, so yeah, my son turned 19 on uh, Wednesday, uh, which is the legal age of uh, consuming alcohol in Canada. He's not a big drinker. Uh, my wife brought him some coolers and stuff like that, you know, bacon drinks, because yeah. um, he doesn't like to taste beer, and, which is good. I don't want him to. I really don't want him to. Um, but anyway, uh, we're going to go out to dinner tonight or tomorrow night, sorry, with some family, and I'm taking him to the casino. We shall play some uh, blackjack and some craps and stuff like that. And then to follow up on that, on July 15th, with uh, is a Saturday, I believe, he's always wanted to go to a comedy show every time we go on vacation and stuff like that. But there's always age restrictions, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff Dunham. I'm sure you oh, know nice. him. Yep, yep. Should be some fun. Oh, nice. So jalapeno on a stick. On a stick. Yeah. Anyway, what's the epicenter? We're, we're, we got like completely derailed here. We got complete. And, and my epicenter after all of this is really not that interesting. Um, we'll make it interesting. That's our job. That is our job. Yeah. So my epicenter was was uh, the epicenter of all things. Uh, being an adult and doing going through debt consolidation. Oh, so I I I, I have the I have the app called Credit Karma. 
Yep, I've heard of that. Yep. Yep. So I, I did that and, you know, started looking at my credit and you know, it wasn't bad, but it wasn't like, you know, really, really good. It was, you know, I guess average, kind of in the middle. And uh, it lists out all the stuff that, you know, all your credit cards and everything. Um, uh, so I'm looking at it and, you know, all the balances and all of this. And oh, you could get a loan and, you know, consolidate your debt and all of this. And uh, I looked it over and like, you know, what I would pay for a consolidated loan against what I would pay monthly on my credit cards is less. Oh, well, that's good news. So, so, uh, so I, I, I applied, I qualified, I got, I got my, my personal loan, uh, paid off just about all the credit cards using the personal loan. Uh, and now I'm watching my credit score go up, um, which is cool. Um, uh, Mike says, been there, done that. He's in a much better financial situation now. And I agree. That's what I'm getting towards. You know, I think we've all been there. A much better yeah. financial situation. Yeah. Um, so my question for you, though, was, uh, like I said, is, do you have the same, do you work off of a credit score in Canada? Or yeah, oh, absolutely. Canada? Probably probably the uh, the same systems that, uh, that you do. Um, I mean, um you pay your house, you pay your car payment, you pay your credit card, like you say, and as long as you're making payments on time, and, and they actually say it's good to have a credit card and make regular payments on it, and it raises your credit score. What was really weird that I found out a few years ago, though, is when you apply for credit and someone checks your credit, mm-hmm. that's a negative ding. That is Well, here here in the U.S., you're allowed three. Okay. It's what they call a hard inquiry. And uh, they stay on your credit for like two years, something. Uh, and then they drop off. Um, but yes, if you have too many hard inquiries, that lowers your credit score. Because what that shows basically is you're trying to get credit and not qualify. So that just kind of signals that you are not worthy of getting whatever credit you're trying to apply for. Gotcha. Yeah. See, now I once made a very bad decision and we had a pretty high uh, credit card balance. I I once bought a car with a credit card. I was much younger. Very stupid, ladies and gentlemen. Probably 19%. The vehicles I have now are half a percent or zero percent interest. I mean, like, but you do stupid things, right? Yeah. So what we like to do, we use the credit card. Like uh, I was telling you about the booze that the white buy. She said, uh, she said, uh, DK, uh, I, I have to put the money, transfer the money. I used the credit card for the aeroplan points, which makes sense, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, we try to, like when we go on vacation, we're always credit card, credit card, credit card, credit card. But you want to get rid of that before you. Right going to anything we're getting better at it but yeah consult- and then, right and that's that's kind of where we were you know vacation like we went to arizona last year everything was on credit card and you're just daily life you know you're running a little short this week and you got to get a couple of extra things you know for the fridge or whatever i just throw it on the credit card but you build up some of that and you can't pay it all off at the end of the month so that your your balance now starts to build yeah and their interest rates on the credit card, I, I'm sure it's the same over there, are ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, and, and 
and they don't. If you're making minimum payments, they'll they'll give you a hundred grand credit line. They don't give a shit. <laughs> I've turned right. them down the last couple times. I'm like, I don't make that much money in a fucking year. I don't need that credit line on my fucking visa, let alone right. at twenty percent. And, and and now because you know. Uh, because the the credit cards have now started reporting, you know my 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 credit usage has gone down. Uh, you know the, the credit cards are now zero balance, so my score is going up. So now I'm getting offers for more credit cards. Oh yeah, you will. You'll be getting calls constantly. You're right. an excellent customer. We'd like to offer you another forty grand. Here's another. You could qualify for you know this brand new Discover card. No, I'm good. Yeah, no, that's how they get you, right? Even. And I don't know if they do it as much anymore, but when I was coming into uh, college, they always had these uh, special deals in the hallways. And I, at one point, and I got in a little bit of trouble when I was in my very early uh, 20s. I had a, a, a credit card for a clothing store, a very high-end clothing store. I had a, a, a Visa, and I had a Sears. I don't know if anyone's old enough to remember Sears. But I had all these credit cards in Best Buy. Well, when you're younger, you don't realize it. Well, at least I didn't. You just throw it on there, throw it on there, throw it on. You got nice clothes. You got nice stuff. You're living way beyond your means. Right? Credit cards are good. They come in handy. Don't get me wrong. But it can also ruin you. And and that's and that's the thing. You you hit the nail on the head when you know you you have these things when you're younger and you're living large, you don't realize that it's not free money. You have to pay it back and it's gonna cost you more in the end. And than- remember one of my long running jokes, the probe. I, of course, purchased that for a very large amount of money instead of buying a house. I'd have 10 of them by now. Did you buy the probe on the credit card? Is that the car you bought on the credit card? No, no, but I financed it, and it was like 30 grand. It was not a cheap car. And I was probably only making 30 grand at the time. Like, so, you know. So, so yeah. So but that, I picked up chicks. That's what mattered. Uh, so, so so yes, that that's where we are. So now, you know, I'm watching my... My uh, my credit, like I said, it wasn't fair. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't like the best. It was in the middle, and it's getting better. So, uh, like Mike said, you know, he's in a much better financial situation. I'm looking to get there. Yeah, and, uh, and you're probably paying a much better interest rate. Right. Yeah. That I mean, the, the the monthly payments would be less in total from what I would be paying against my credit cards, and the interest rate, you know, cumulative, I think is a better rate than. Yeah. Most of the cards, like some of them are low, some of them are high. Um, but in the average, I think I'm playing a better interest rate. So you're in a good place, and you're drinking a blue Smurf, and you're on Cave Crew Radio. What and could I be had better? a sandwich. And you had a sandwich. We have Caesars that they serve, ladies and gentlemen, where they rack all these foods. Caesar is like a Bloody Mary, by the way. Oh. Um, anyway, double announcement confirmation time Ooh. and then we're going to go into uh, some Mike Jolets and then we'll get into some news and some more Mike Jolets and yeah, 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 the usual stuff but uh, we have a little uh, thing that we've done I don't think we started it right back at the beginning but we've been doing this for about five years ladies and gentlemen here's a little, uh, a little stinger for you 
summer beach party for those of you that are new we have had some major events uh, uh choo choo mania uh one two and three i believe and only two only two uh, oh okay and then jason and amanda choo choo mania was a big one um and we have some fun guests and we just we try to do stuff. Maybe we'll do some, uh, believe it or what, or, you know, whatever. We'll, 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 we'll come up with some fun things. But last week we had an idea and it was confirmed, ladies and gentlemen. So I have two confirmations tonight for the endless summer beach party. And one of them, <clears throat> excuse me, was Big B's idea. And we ran it by him and it will be the Jolets Jamboree. No date set yet for the Endless Summer Beach Party 2023. The Jolets Jamboree. Is it going to be you that faces them? Are we going to put it out there to see if someone else wants to uh, come on and challenge him? Fun events. Um, who knows? Go back to Choo Choo Mania. We do some crazy things. But the Jolets Jamboree. Uh, is is confirmed, and this is this is uh, so we had Choo Choo Mania and Choo Choo Mania Two, but Stu has since retired, so we are rebranding, repackaging, brand new, no longer Choo Choo Mania. It's the Jolitz Jamboree. Imagine if he brand, would come back to right? face Mike Jolitz, though his former producer. That's right, uh, but we're gonna have events. We're gonna have people consuming weird shit. And we're going to have a winner. We're going to have some fun. We're going to have some great time. And, and uh, Mike Jolitz, if you missed it a couple of weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, made us TikTok influencers uh, with, with, with his, 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 his appearance on the show, is what I'm trying to say. So uh, stay tuned. We will post this on our social media. Another mainstay. And if Big B doesn't have major plans, hopefully he's going to be here. But we have also confirmed, I think it's three years running now. Guess who's coming back, ladies and gentlemen? Raymond the Amish comic. And he would hate you for saying Amish. I Amish. Okay. I apologize. I'll probably get in shit for it. But I reached out to him. I said, hey, you've been on like two, three years in a row. You guys, 100%. I will be there. I love Biden. And who knows? Maybe we can get Mr. X again. He was a great, uh, maybe the motorcycle guy in L.A. We, we we try to get, love to get Man of a Thousand Voices back, but he's so busy these days. It's that uh, true. Um, but we're going to have I'm a looking, fun summer. I'm looking forward to, Ray anytime Raymond, the Amish comic, is on the show, we introduce him. And then we be quiet. It's a night off. Goes. It's a night off. You just you just mute yourself and enjoy the ride. Because if you say something, he's going to rip the shit out of you. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he's great. A great, great friend of the show. 
uh, great comedian uh, and uh, did some really creative stuff during the pandemic while everybody was in lockdown. Yeah. Uh, did some really creative stuff from home and put it out on the internet, which was really fun. So And just really, he's, he's a great guy, folks. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to Raymond the Amish comic. Yeah. And even if I'm away, I don't know when he's scheduled to be on, but if I'm away, I will log in on my phone or somehow and be on that night. And, like, no knock against Mike Jolitz, who's a rookie with the Jolitz Jamboree. I told Ray, you choose your date. Who knows? We might get Choo Choo Stew back again. It's always, uh... You never know. You never know. Endless summer. Uh, the solstice is uh, the third week of June. Um, so I'm imagining we'll kick it off three weeks, June 23rd. And we take it right through Labor Day. Which, if Mike Jolitz is available, that's usually like the big kaboom. Right. Right? If he's available. Uh, speaking of Mike Jolitz, let's give ourselves a break so you can uh, uh, enjoy your Smurf. Um, one of my all-time favorite segments, which was by no means my idea, uh, is the Twitter shits. And, uh, and we do have a brand new one tonight. Uh, allow me to uh, get out my pen and paper, ladies and gentlemen, because um, uh, I have my own little segment after uh, after Twitter shits. So here we go. Now it's time for another edition of Twitter shits with Mike Jolitz. Mike Jolitz Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike Jolitz Twitter shit. You write. Hello, 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 everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Twitter Shits. Yes, everybody, this is where I take a story and we delve deep into what Twitter had to say about it. On today's episode, Lizzo says she's close to quitting music over comments about her body. And Twitter had a good time with it. Abdul Hassan Chop tweeted, I'm sure quitting music will give her more time to focus on her body. It's very white of me tweeted, that's really big of her. <laughs> at Joe Gecko tweeted, I'm going to try the same at work tomorrow. <laughs> at How Now Bronco tweeted, is that all it takes? Oh, yeah. At I'm Randy tweeted, she needs to hurry up. At I am my own tribe tweeted, she does music? Who knew? I thought she was a runway model. At Abe Froman tweeted, finally, some good news this week. At Charles Reznor tweeted, she's a big deal. Big in quotations. At Rip Van Winkle tweeted out, I've never heard one of her songs and plan to keep it that way. At Marty is a putz tweeted, so the comments about her shitty music didn't work. At Betty Better Tubaker tweeted, so she wants more comments about her body. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. I hope it works out. At Mark Not the Grub Grabowski tweeted, That's funny. I've never bought any of her music over it not being <laughs> good. At Dr. Leah tweeted, As big as she is, she's close to everything. Heart failure, diabetes, losing a limb. At John Jolly tweeted, Okay, I'll bite. Who's Lizzo? At Alex Pierre tweeted, She's two tons of mental illness. 
at Black Olives Matter tweeted, Oh, please no. How could I ever live without Lizzo's music? At Professor Joseph tweeted, Self-confidence and positive self-imaging equals good. Delusion and absurdity and unhealthy body equals bad. At Madtown Girl tweeted, She uses her weight to garnish attention instead of her talent. That's sad. I, I think she meant garner. At Drinkin' My Dew tweeted, I figured she would have quit because her music sucks. At Williams Pickle tweeted, I'd say I'm close to caring, but that would be a lie. At Jimmy's Brown, I tweeted, if it means I don't have to look at all those roles hanging out from outfits 14 sizes too small, I don't see a problem with her quitting. At I Found Waldo tweeted, there's no evidence on this planet sensitive enough to register how little I care about Lizzo or whether she quits music or not. At Ed Likes the Whiskey tweeted, this is a big announcement. Hope she weighed her decision carefully. I have never heard her music, but I hear it is heavy on size. <laughs> and finally, in the Twitter shits, this is one of the meanest Twitter shits I think we've had. At Nikki D tweeted, think of how many meals she's missing with all that singing. <laughs> Alrighty, guys, that does it for this Twitter shit. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I'll be back again, hopefully again next week with another one. Later, bye-bye. So it's Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike, show it's Twitter shit. You write the tweets and he reads it. Mike, show it. Oh, the Mike Jolitz Twitter shits. I get writer's cramp because I keep changing my mind. There were some good names in there. I'm going to give you my five. If you want to add to it before I get to the number one, you let me know. Okay. I liked. Number five, iPhone Waldo. Mm -hmm. was a good one. Um, number four, I am my own tribe. Yes, very good. Uh, number three, how now, brown cow? That was one of my favorites. <laughs> right off the bat, just, I don't even know if I wrote it down right, but I got a, a better one after this. Number two, Abdul Hassan Chop. <laughs> Which may should be the number one. But my favorite one was Betty Betty Two Baker. Betty Betty Two Baker. Yeah, that was my favorite. Did you have any other ones or uh I liked uh, I liked uh, Black Olives Matter. Oh, I didn't hear one. that one. See, I was writing like and my favorite, just because I like the reference, and not a lot of people will get it, is Abe Froman. Oh, I didn't get that. Abe Froman, the Sausage King of Chicago. If you know Ferris Bueller's Day Off, then you know Abe Froman. But, like, it was, I was hellbent on Abdul Hassan Chop. That's my, out of the ones you said, that's my favorite. But I, but Betty Betty Two Baker was a good one. Okay, so Betty Betty Two Baker is the winner. You might want to throw Abdul Hassan Chop in as like a outside uh, choice. I, 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 they were so good. I love I love Twitter shits. I have more Twitter shits written down than show notes at this point, and nothing is worthy of a show title. They're too long. I don't have anything written down yet. <sighs> well, have faith. Have faith. Uh, so Twitter shits, ladies and gentlemen, a regular feature. Uh, exclusively, by the way, uh, if you're new to the show, uh, used to be available iTunes, Spreaker, uh, all those places. Now only available 
on gayfoodradio.com. All right. It's time for us to do our news. Tough act to uh, follow, Big B, but we'll do our best. We will try. Behind the headlines this week in Weird News. All righty. Let's see what we got here. Uh, I went, uh, we didn't get to this uh, a couple of weeks ago, but ladies and gentlemen, uh, much of the talk is about uh, um, electronic uh, vehicles. Uh, but this particular one uh, is a a vehicle run on another product, uh, Big B. Uh, that's right. The uh, first story of the night comes from foodandwine.com. The headline reads, a Minnesota man invented a motorcycle that runs on beer. I'm in complete protest over this. What a waste of beer, unless it's bacon's cherry berry. I was going to say, if it runs on the swill, the cheap, god-awful swill that bacon drinks on Mondays, it's fine. Otherwise, if it was like, you know, running off of my beer, then that's not good. No, I, I, my beer is far too valuable. I'm very protective of it. We, we can run on all of Bacon's strawberry jam IPAs uh, all day long. Yeah, with, with, a, with a little twist of honey melon. A little bit of cardamom. <laughs> is this legit? It's from Food and Wine is a, is a legitimate magazine. It's okay, all right. Magazine. I'm just yeah, curious, all right. Uh, simply calling Kai Mickelson an inventor is an, ins- is an insulting kind of understatement, like referring to the Pacific Ocean as an oversized paddling pool. In the past half century, the Minnesota man has invented and then improved upon countless machines, filed patents on top, on top of patents, and has set over 70 state, national, and international speed records with his jet-powered innovations. He set a Guinness record with a rocket-powered snowmobile, devised a hot dog cooker called Kai's Little Cremator. (laughs) Hold while I write things down. Yes, I I just wrote another one. See, I knew it would start coming to us. I knew knew we wouldn't draw a blank at the end of the show, ladies and gentlemen. We've got something in the running. Uh, And he made a high-speed margarita margarita maker by... By putting a weed eater motor in a blender. Oh, this is... We got to get this guy on the show, ladies and gentlemen. Talking about endless summer beach party. There you go. I'm going to have to mark this story and see if we can track this guy down. His latest creation might be among the most impressive, which is really saying something. According to KMSP, Mickelson has designed and constructed what he believes is the world's first beer-powered motorcycle powered by a 14-gallon keg instead of a gas engine. I'd rather it power me. I'm just saying. Again, if it's bacon swill, I'm all for it. Yeah, I agree. There's some strange beers that we don't really consider beer out there. Yeah. We're right in the early stages, but we got it. Uh, We got it built, and I think it looks pretty cool. Uh, as Mickelson and his son Buddy demonstrated on a YouTube video last summer, the beer is poured into the keg uh, turned fuel tank where it's heated to a temperature over 300 degrees Fahrenheit. The resulting steam generates enough thrust to propel the motorcycle forward. Uh, before you ask what kind of brews they used in the YouTube demo, they opted 
for Eugene, Oregon made Ninkasi beer. We'll have to investigate what that is, but why would you not just boil water? I was thinking the same thing. You could do the same thing with water. Yeah. Uh, it just may be more fun that it's beer. Yeah, but not for me. Uh, but, he, <coughs> but he told KMSP uh, that any kind of beverage uh, could power the motorcycle, but they decided to start by giving beer a go. Uh, it could be Red Bull. It could be Caribou Coffee. It could be anything. Uh, but beer, why not? Interesting. Interestingly, Kai Mickelson doesn't drink alcohol, so he couldn't think of anything better than using a bottle of suds to power a one-of-a-kind bike. Plus, the price of gas is getting up there. Uh, the father and son duo hasn't taken the bike out for a full test drive yet, but Mickelson anticipates giving it at least one run uh, out on a local dra drag strip before putting it on display with some of his other inventions and his in-house museum. Uh, though he has entered the beer cycle in a couple of Minnesota car shows, uh, and he went home uh, from those events with first-place ribbons. Can we please, someone out there, help me track down Buddy? He seems like our kind of guy. I really want to know about the hot dog machine and the super margarita. Those are, are, I believe, more interesting than the motorcycle because basically, in my opinion, again, I'm not an inventor, but in my opinion, he's using something that has been around for centuries, which is the steam-powered engine. Yeah. that's. What uh, I agree with you. I was thinking the same thing. Engine. I'm thinking, why not just do it with water? You could do it with anything. Like you said uh, in the story, you could do it with anything. He just chose beer. But the steam-powered like steam trains have been around, you know, since... The 1800s. Yeah. Uh, you know, they, 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 this is not a new concept. The weed eater mixer is a new concept. Right. We, we need this. This is like our new, he could be our infomercial guy. We'll go after Twitter shits or, or Epicenter. We go to a, a buddy clip. That's right. Buddy the invent, buddy the inventor. Yeah. Please find him, ladies and gentlemen. Send it to me. Uh, either if you have me on Facebook or cavecrewradio at gmail.com or on our Facebook group, or uh, please, please get that over to us. I don't even remember what any of these stories are. Oh, here's an interesting story about a, uh, a, a gentleman uh, who, uh, who was uh, inebriated after all this talk about beer and the drink of the week and people turning of age. Uh, here's a solution uh, if you're going to be charged for a DUI. Uh, this next <clears throat> excuse me, this next story comes from the left-leaning shitty rag, The Guardian. Uh, headline reads: U.S. driver pulled over for speeding, tried to switch places with dog. <laughs> <laughs> a driver who was pulled over for speeding and appeared to officers to be drunk tried to switch places with his dog in an attempt to avoid arrest uh, police in Colorado are alleging. How would you explain this? Well, I think he's going to try later on in the story. All right. An officer watched the motorist maneuvering inside the car before he got out on the passenger side on Saturday night in Springfield, a town of about 1,300 people, on Colorado's eastern plains. Clearly showing signs of being drunk, the man said he was not behind the wheel. He ran from the officer when asked about how many drinks he had before being pulled over and was caught within about 20 yards. 
after being taken to the hospital to be checked out, the man was arrested on suspicion of charges, including driving driving under the influence of alcohol or drugs, driving with impaired ability, and being wanted on previous uh, warrants. Mm. What if he's the guy that uh, the murderer that went out to lunch? We still haven't caught him yet. <laughs> I don't believe we have caught him yet. That's it. That's the end of it. That's the end of it. But you know, the poor dog. Story. Like, if that is in fact the dog, sometimes they use stock photos. But I mean, if that, like, dogs don't drive cars. Get a little bit more, you know. Right. Like, like you're trying to you're trying to figure out a way to get out of a DUI. Putting your dog behind the wheel is probably the last thing you should do. That just proves that you're on something. Yeah. Probably Flocka. Flocka. Flocka, sorry. Like flock of seagulls. But, you know, now we're into like the animal theme kind of thing. And our next story is, it kind of runs almost in line. Um, Cows, which many people... Hold on, let me just make sure... Uh, you are right. I had the wrong story up. Uh, cows, which many people, unless you're in India, find to be a very stupid animal. Um, we have a story about cows and police now. We do. Uh, this next story comes from CBSNews.com. Headline reads, after man flees traffic stop, cows lead officers directly to where the suspect was hiding. This is excellent. Police officers in North Carolina got an unlikely assist while searching for a suspect in a reckless driving case. Authorities say a man later identified as Joshua Minton uh, fled from Boone County police officers during a traffic stop on Tuesday. Minton led, Minton led the police and deputies from the Watuga County Sheriff's Office on a chase in his car, then abandoned his vehicle and fled into an undeveloped area. Police weren't immediately able to see where Minton had run, so they began to search the area and found a herd of cows eager to help. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, apparently, cows do not want suspect, suspected criminals loitering in their pasture and quickly assisted our officers by leading them directly to where the suspect was. Cows communicated with the officers as best they could and finally just had the officers follow them to the suspect's location. Hold let me guess. To write something down. Let, let, while you're writing something down, I want to just let me moo. <laughs> I just, just a wild guess. That's what the cow said. I, I could be wrong, but I remember that little wheel my kid had where you pull the string and it lands on the farm animal. I'm pretty sure the cow always said moo. That was that was the that was the see and say. Yes. You remember that as well, then. The see and say, the cow says moo, the pig says oink. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, cow says moo, what happens? Uh, they, they, uh, um, where was it? Cows communicated with the officers the best they could, and finally just had the officers follow them to the suspect's location. I want to know how they got the officers to follow, like, did they raise a hoof and say this way? They said moo. Moo. <laughs> and motioned okay. with their hooks. They're probably like, you know what they do when the flies on the back of their neck. They're, they're <laughs> Those are dumb animals that fall over, that sleep standing up and you can tip them over. Yeah, exactly. And they sit when it's going to rain, apparently, if you didn't know that. I did not know that. 
Yeah. Apparently, if you drive by and you're going in the highway, you know, all the cows in the fields are, are lying down or sitting, whatever you call it, it's going to rain. Uh-huh. The old wife still. My granny used to tell us. Moo. Once, <laughs> once he was found, Minton was charged with one count of felony fleeing, fleeing and eluding arrest with a motor vehicle, driving with a license revoked, and disorderly conduct. Uh, his next court date is scheduled for June 28th. Uh, in the news release, the police department said charges wouldn't have been possible without the helpful bovines. The bovines. Will, you know, I don't know if they do this in New York, because you're saying do they do the same thing in Canada earlier in the show. Um, occasionally, if a citizen does a honorable thing, uh, the mayor of the city will award them uh, like some kind of an award, like uh, mm. they rescued a stray cat or they 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 reported something, and and, and you'll get. A, I wonder if the cows are going to be brought into uh, uh, town hall and, and, and given an award. Maybe they'll be spared from being wagyu. They will not be steaks. Maybe. Yeah, like you like like a. Well, your president there saves a turkey every year from uh, execution. Except I think uh, our president this year will save a duck because he doesn't know the difference. <laughs> He'll save a stuffed animal. Here, look, I saved the yeah. you fucking idiot. I in saved. addition to thanking our officers and deputies for putting themselves in harm's way, obviously we want to express our gratitude to the cows for their assistance. And after being thanked, they said, moo. Uh, yeah, it's all we got. Great, great story. I like that. I like that one. That one. See, sometimes they they seem really dumb, but they can be a lot of fun. But speaking of dumb, um, sometimes people feel the need to get a vehicle, and they steal it, and then they need a ride home. But and this, then they get a ride home from the jail cell in a stolen vehicle. I kind of like this one. Next story comes from Fox, Baltimore. Baltimore. Shocker. There's another great the town. Baltimore. Yes. A, a shocker looking at the picture. Yeah. Uh, Guardian arrives in stolen Hyundai to pick up teens arrested for auto theft. Yes. Uh, uh, child see, child do. Uh, in the words of Forrest Gump, stupid is as stupid does. I like that as well. And what, what is that? The... Uh, uh, the chicken doesn't fall too far from the egg. Is that what it is? Or uh, oh, what is that? Something to that effect. Yes, yeah, I'm. I, 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 I'm under pressure. I'm live on air. Anyway, police, uh, police say a guardian arrived in a stolen Hyundai to pick up teens who were arrested for auto theft in Charles County. Officers arrested four juveniles and two adults who were traveling together in two stolen Hyundai vehicles. Uh, on May 16th, police spotted two Hyundai vehicles in the parking lot of a business of a business on the 3500 block of Crane Highway in Walden. A computer check revealed that both cars were stolen, which led police to begin traffic stop. But both vehicles fled and sped away. The suspects fled to the Smallwood Park and Ride, where they got out of the cars and attempted to hide. But the group was arrested by the police. The adults, 18-year-old Deshaun Diamante Whitaker and 21-year-old Vincent Lee Alston, 
were charged with theft, unauthorized use of a motor vehicle, and rogue and vagabond. Oh, I don't know what rogue and vagabond. Excuse me. While I write things down. Oh, you're doing it. Okay. Rogue and vagabond. I like that. And what a waste of excellent names. They could have been like presidents of the United States or, 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 or CEOs of companies. But no, we need to read uh, these names for stolen vehicles in Baltimore. And rogue and vagabond. I love it. Rogue I don't and know vagabond. what that means. It's going to be tough to beat. It's going to be tough to beat. The four juveniles uh, were charged on juvenile uh, on a juvenile offense report with theft of theft and unauthorized use of a motor vehicle and were set to be released by their uh, guardian. The guardian and two other females arrived at the police station in what appeared to be another stolen car which drove away after they were dropped off. Eventually, the guardian's stolen car was recovered uh, after nearly hitting an officer. Carlisa Monet Blackney. Oh, another great name. The, the, the Whitakers stand no chance. Uh, McKinney McQuinn Woodley. Oh, McKinney McQuinn Woodley. Were both charged. Were both 18 years old. And uh, uh, who are both 18 years old. And a girl uh, and another girl were arrested and charged with theft, unauthorized use of a motor vehicle, providing a false name, and again, rogue and vagabond. If your name was McKinney McQuinn Woodley, how could you use a false name? I'm only assuming that... I'm Jane Smith. Let me me pause right here and, and just say, I'm just saying McKinney. Because the name is spelled M-A-H-K-I-Y-H. I'll go with McKinney. I'm saying McKinney. I don't know how to fucking pronounce that. You used to be really good with this stuff. You go, Well, I could say, Yeah, I miss those days. You haven't done that in like a year. I will do that the next time I can't pronounce a name. It needs to be revised. Revived. Revived, sorry. The suspects in all three vehicles are known to each other. And that's the end of the story. No shit. They fucking probably stole cars from the same lot. Stupid is. McKinney McQuinn Woodley. This is awesome. That's why I love doing this show. It makes me feel normal. Now, here's an idea. It is summertime, ladies and gentlemen. And remember to get your licenses because... uh, I don't know if it's the same in the uh, United States, but in Canada, you need a license to uh, to fish. Um, yes, we, have, we have it here by state. You need state licenses to fish. Right. And, and most definitely, you're going to get your best luck by a hook or or maybe a bow. And even even like even if you don't catch anything, I've gone fishing a number of times. I've really only caught two fish ever. Uh, but I've gone fishing a number of times, and it's it, part of it's just the act of fishing, the act of hanging out, having a couple of drinks, just relaxing, putting the the the, the, the hook in the water, and just enjoying the day. Having some sandwiches, maybe a cooler beer, and just enjoying nature. Right. Uh, but well, uh, apparently, apparently in Kansas, they have other ideas. Yeah, and I wonder if this was a legally uh, allowed to carry. Oh, I don't know. 
Um, this next story comes from CNN.com. Headline reads, please don't use guns to fish. <laughs> Asks Kansas I really, officials. I really want to try this now. <laughs> it would be so much more exciting than sticking a hook in the water, as you say. Boom, um, boom. There's one over there. Boom. <laughs> yeah. Officials from the Kansas Department of Wildlife and Parks came across a fishy situation last Friday after finding a firearm allegedly being used to fish. A Finney County game warden seized a 9mm handgun that was being used to take fish in Garden City. Were they trying to uh, find Nemo? They were trying to execute Nemo, as far as I can tell. Okay. Uh, The warden said that uh, written violations were issued for illegal means of take of fish and no (laughs) fishing license. An aquatic apocalypse. An aquatic apocalypse. You should write that down. I don't think it's that good, but anyway. They also reminded Kansans that firearms are not a legal means to take fish. While firearms can't be used to fish in Kansas, it is, however, legal to fish with a bow and arrow or a crossbow, as you had mentioned before. Yes, I've seen that. It looks like fun. Or a spear. Oh, I guess you could do a spear. Yeah. The wardens added that non-sport fish may be taken only with with, uh, fishing pole and line, uh, trot lines, set lines, gig, crossbow or bow and arrow with a line attached. So-called non-sport fish include carp, drum, grass, uh, carp again, uh, threadfin, and gizzard shod. Uh, Goldfish, gar, suckers, eel, shovel-nose, sturgeon, gold-eye, and bowfin. I really have no protest of of someone shooting a carp. Well, in addition to being illegal, using guns to shoot fish can be dangerous. Uh, they wrote that a, a shooting at a body of water can be a, a dangerous activity because bullets can ricochet off the surface of the water, which is true. Kansas oh, I didn't know that. 16 uh, to 74 need a license to legally fish in the state. Uh, Garden City is located in western Kansas, around 300 miles from Topeka. So like a bullet ricocheting off the, the water, is that something kind of like along the lines of uh, skimming stones? Right. So if you're in a boat and you're in an area where there are other boats, you know, fishing, and you whip out your nine millimeter and fire like an idiot at the at the water, it could hit like like again, like you're skipping stones, but you know, it may kick up oh. and you know it could hit somebody in a, in another boat. Well now that I find interesting. Because well I guess you're right, because of the angle you're shooting. Because I guess if you're like you're shooting down at a fish, you know the speed would propel it into the the bottom, right? Right, right. Yeah. But if you're, you're shooting on an angle, it's, you know it could. You know, skip one of off. these. You're doing the gangster. Yes, if you do the if you do yeah. the gangster shot. Yes. I gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Please don't fish with guns. Again, like we were saying at the beginning of the story, I think the idea when you fish, you want to bring some home, maybe have a fish fry. And if you're shooting them with guns, they're just going to, well, I guess they'll float. I don't know. And you can always, uh, you know, yeah. you can always troll by with your net. But, I don't know, not a good idea of my buck. Florida, you should be feeling really good about yourself so far tonight. <laughs> oh, this is a good one. 
All I got was the headline. I was, I was, I was really interested in this. Um, this beautiful young lady who's on screen, we'll put this on TikTok because it'll help us go uh, viral. Um, the, an AI date, is this what this one's about? And this one is going to make herself into AI. Okay. And uh, how do you do this? I th- this is all the rage now. So I, I you and I need to become AI. We should uh, franchise out the show to our our AI selves. Yeah, like do like a like like an alternate universe of right. of Cave Crew Radio. We would call it uh, Cloud. Uh, I think we just call it Cave Crew 2.0. Okay, we could do that too. That's much easier. Well, this next story comes from the Daily Mail. Uh, headline reads, how much would you pay for a virtual girlfriend? Influencer hires out an AI version of herself to men. For a, a Snapchat influencer. Ooh, this is a clone. new one. Uh, is hiring out a virtual clone of herself that engages in in, in erotic discourse for one dollar or eighty eighty uh, p. That could add social- up. That could really add up. Uh, well, yeah, I think that's the point. Uh, artificial intelligence has been used to create a copy of twenty three year old Karen Marjorie as a way of engaging with her one point eight million social media fans. Karen AI claims to have captured her unique voice, captivating persona, and distinctive behavior, making users feel as though they are talking to the real model. There is currently a 26-hour waiting list. Holy uh, to gain shit! gain access to the virtual girlfriend's early release, with more than 5,000 members already signed up. She is more popular than Taylor Swift tickets. Karen told Mail Online, being the first influencer to do this has allowed me to price my product at whatever I wanted. At $1 a minute, I have found it to be a sweet spot with my audience. AI is very expensive to run, and it feels like we're back in the old days when a USB with only 32 gigs would cost so much. I plan on eventually charging much less down the road, if not make it free to use for my most loyal fans. So this AI, I'm, I'm very curious about this because I've been seeing a lot of videos where they're recreating like, uh, you know, Napoleon, Joan of Arc, uh, all these different things. And they're like a picture of them and they're talking and they're telling their story, which is like, it's so cool. Like, can we do this? Is this something we'd have to, like, majorly invest in? Or is this, a, a like, a, a free thing? Uh, no, no, it's certainly not free at the moment. Okay. Uh, designers was, spent more than 2,000 hours pulling together Karen AI, which will be available anytime and anywhere for the personal enjoyment of users. Conversations with Karen AI are strictly private and confidential with the service offering end-to-end encryption. Ooh. Sexual scenarios and erotic discourse are among numerous topics Karen AI can speak on for the $1 a minute fee. But Karen ex- explains that uh, this <coughs> aspect has now gone rogue with the team currently trying to fix it. 
She continued, Karen oh. AI is adaptive and works to meet a user's needs. She's gone You're, rogue. This is she's, crazy. She's gone rogue. She's now using glory holes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> it is an AI glory hole. Excuse me. An empty page is now becoming full. We are restructuring what it can and can't do. As one of the first things my fans and early users did was to push it past its limits. Glory hole gangbangs is what it's doing, ladies and gentlemen. I am working around the clock to make sure Karen AI stays within what I intended it to do and be. A tool to cure loneliness. Karen AI is designed with endless hours of cognitive and dialectical behavior therapy uh, to help my fans get more get get more fit both physically and mentally the anticipated launch of karen ai comes at a time when numerous tech giants launching their own human-like chess often participating in intimate conversations one microsoft one rogue microsoft bot declared its love to a user and told him to leave his wife after insisting they were not happily married uh, did the idiot concede uh, that's where that's where that portion ends. It doesn't go oh. on from there. Uh, meanwhile, more than 10 million people have signed up to Replica, which can send AI-generated nude photos and sex from a personally designed character for $4.99 a month. That's cheaper than uh, a dollar a minute, ladies and gentlemen. Just giving you a, a higher view uh, of economics. Uh, $4.99 a month is cheaper than a dollar a minute. Eventually, Karen believes that her bot could rake in $5 million on a monthly basis if 20,000 of her followers get a membership. More than $71,000 was generated in just a week following the release of her test version. I am both appalled and fascinated by this at the same time. Uh, here's here's where I'm thinking it could benefit us. Mm -hmm. uh, co-hosts come and co-hosts go. If we could have an AI choo-choo stew, Ooh. this is why I'm questioning about the costs and the ease of programming and, uh, um, you know, we got me, you, Mike Jolitz, we're, we're on fire right now, right? But like an AI choo-choo stew would, would like, that would be the greatest comeback of all time. Well, right now, uh, it is extremely expensive because it's very new. Yeah. Anytime new technology is new, it's extremely expensive. So uh, I can't, I can't upload a picture of choo-choo stew and, you know, type in whatever we want them to say. It's not that I easy. Don't think, I don't think we're there yet. But we're, we've always been on the cutting edge here at Cape Crow Radio. But you, need, but you need people to program it, and that costs money. Oh, okay. So it's not like you log into a program. No, it, not yet. I'm sure eventually it will be, but not right now. Kind of like face in the hole, you know what I mean? Like, or whatever they call that. Or that, that, that one where you... What the hell is face in a hole? Or, well, that's where, like, you can put your face in an Iron Man picture. <laughs> But the other ones like that jib jab or whatever it is where you can send your friend, you know, your family as dancing elves. Right. Yeah. No, I didn't get jib jab. I know. 
Yeah. But the other one facing a hole, I have no idea what that is. Yeah, just Google it. It's it's uh, but that would be awesome. Because we, 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 we would live forever. We'd create our own guests. You know, we could have Joe Biden on the show. We could have like we, we could have so much fun. I don't think we want bumbling Joe No, Biden. but I'm just saying we anything in our like the picture of the girl or that weirdo um you know through the brick through the window last week um because he's a time traveler we 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 can like ai that person and, and make an interview we because we are what the experts of making, making things, up. things up yeah so is this not the tool for us even though we're aging we're we're becoming in our golden years we need to really, like, I, I know I come up with a lot of dumb ideas, but this could really change the face of the show. I, 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 the more you talk, the more I agree with you. I like, think we need to investigate this further. Right. Like, so you're telling a story and then we go, okay, let's go over to, uh, uh, McKinney McQuinn Woodley and then McKinney McQuinn Woodley were, Typing madly on our spare PC. Right. Well, I was a victim of a circumstance. I was just a passenger in the car. Um, the, were you aware those Kias were all stolen? I was not. I used a false name because I didn't believe they would think my name was really Makina. McQuinn Woodley. <laughs> I love it. I'm all Somebody forward. help us. Get us a sponsorship. We'll be bigger than fucking Night Court. Uh, uh, bigger than Night Court? Bigger than Night Court. I didn't know Night Court was that big. I don't know. Bigger than the Late Late Show. Whatever. Back in the, back in the 80s, Night Court kicked ass. The new one, I'm sure, sucks. Yeah, I haven't even seen it. But I, it's the first thing that popped in my head. But, but I'm loving this. Bigger than Night Court. We're going to make a prank call. Hello, this is the massage parlor. <laughs> oh, my God, I'd have fun with this. If I win the $70 million tomorrow, ladies and gentlemen, you are going to see... It might not even be this show. We might even start another spinoff, kind of like Bob's Burgers or something like that. Speaking of which, it just popped in my mind when you were talking about calling somebody. We need to call that Bill in Vancouver. Oh, fucking Calgary. We just about gave him a heart attack the last time. call Bill in Calgary. It's been too long. now, now, Now you're being evil. Well, it's been years since we I talked to Bill. You guys don't understand. These guys called me something about some goats in, a, in my apartment. I'm uh, I'm ready. I'm on a waiting list for a heart transplant. Like I can't do that anymore. I, I I'm not that evil. Look, it was fun. Okay, it was fun. Just like the girl in the subway where we had her turn off all the refrigerators and shit like that. All of it was a good time, but yeah, I, 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 I 
I don't even know if Bill's still alive. Yeah, like, that was, was like circa 27. That was before COVID. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was, that was uh, long before COVID. It was the whatever immigrant crisis in whatever country, Syria or whatever it was. We, we got to go back <laughs> and find those calls. Anyway, no, we gotta we gotta go back. He was the first two calls were the best. Then he like started really getting bent out of shape. And but 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 the first one he's like, you can't put a fucking go to. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I gotta find those. I'm sure I got them somewhere on the hard drive. Anyway, what's really weird is we've been talking a lot this year. Uh, I, I want to proclaim that this is the year of the seagull mm-hmm. because we've had two other stories, I believe, in the past month. We have, yes. And each one of them a little stranger than the last, right? And it just keeps getting worse. Yeah. So you have a, a another seagull story from our, our friends across the pond, I believe. Uh, is it? Oh, yeah, it is. Uh, this uh, final uh, weird news story of the week from us comes from NewYorkPost.com. Headline reads, Swooping seagulls steal drugs, get stoned, turns them into psycho gulls. Psycho gulls. Like psycho killer Keskasay, but different. That's <laughs> <laughs> my reference these birds are flying high and apparently getting high as a kite. Seagulls that, resi- that reside in some seaside towns in the United Kingdom are allegedly feeling the effects of a drug called spice. Spice. This is a new one for me. After swooping in and stealing it from people, according to uh, the Daily Star. Gulls will go for anything, a former spice user, Kevin Robertson, from Hastings told the publication. They used to come up behind us and grab whatever we had. If we were stoned and completely out of it, the gulls could just take the joint we were smoking and fly off. <laughs> Spice, also known as K2, is a synthetic uh, is a kind of synthetic marijuana that is meant to mimic THC, which is one of the main psychoactive ingredients in marijuana. Uh, the dive bombing gull allegations have uh, been made from resorts in Hastings, East Sussex, uh, Margate, uh, Kent, and uh, Clacton on Sea, Exis, uh, Essex, according to the Daily Star, and even cities including London, Leeds, Manchester, and Liverpool. The drugs are reported uh, reportedly making the seagulls go psycho, as one person alleged that the birds have stolen the joints right out of their hands, apparently adding a little, quote-unquote, spice to their lives. <laughs> I've never heard of spice. Yeah, it's, 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 it's meant to mimic, like they say, the THC, like, so it's meant to mimic what you're smoking weed, but it's, it's much worse. Like Why would you smoking, do that, though? Just, just buy some weed. There, there was when it first came out. There was kind. Of, there was laws like no. They were trying to skirt laws because it wasn't real weed. It was synthetic, so there's no law against it. Isn't it like a uh, incense? No, it's not an incense. Oh, I thought it was something like you just you're supposed to burn. Or but anyway, no, 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 no. 
Uh, according to the outlet, locals have reported that the seagulls once went mad after stealing a bag of spice, dive-bombing pedestrians. Oh, this would... Uh, before they finally collapsed onto the street. Where is the video of this? A seagull and spice is not a good combo. Azad, who is another former user for, uh, of the drug from Leeds, said, according to the outlet, it turned them into psycho gulls. The Post reached out to the United Kingdom Department of Health and Social Cure for further comment. In humans, at least the effects of spice can be quite strong. The drug is also more potent than regular cannabis. Whether inhaled or ingested, the drug can lead to an elevated heart rate and blood pressure, uh, and it can even cause seizures, tremors, hallucinations, anxiety, and more. Oh, jeez. That's what weed does. It makes you paranoid and eat. Uh, yeah, but this does it a lot worse. Yeah. Uh, synthetic weed is different than actual cannabis as it's grown in a lab. Uh, this, in addition, stop. Thank you. This, in addition to the numerous public health and poison centers, which have similarly issued uh, warnings regarding uh, the abuse of these synthetic cannab cannabinoids. 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 Okay. In some instances, the adverse health effects can be long-lasting, even after the user quits using the substance. Excellent story. Can we? I'd like to raise a, uh, a, a petition mm -hmm. as we um, as we finish our news of the week, and then we'll get into uh, Mike Jolitz. Uh, can we make this the uh, Cave Crew Radio uh, Year of the Seagull? You know, they have like what is you know the Chinese Year of the Rat, or the Turkey, or the uh, Pigeon, whatever. This should be. The year of the seagull. Three stories now. Should we, you know, like, I don't know what they do in Canada, but here in the United States, every state has an official bird. Yeah. And the country itself has the bald eagles, the official bird of the United States of America. Yeah. The seagull should be the official bird of Cape Cod Radio. I, I move that we go to the highest court next week. I'm all for it. And and we haven't been there in quite some time, and we we I will raise a motion that the seagull is is the bird of Cave Crew Radio. I, agree. I I'm all for it. All right, ladies and gentlemen, there you go. I don't think we're gonna we won't get into uh, talking FLA. There's another weird camera angle, um, but we will definitely get into right now before we. Uh, I had nothing written down. Now I'm trying to uh, concentrate on this hodgepodge I have in front of me uh, to come up with some kind of a show name. Uh, but before we do that, let's go to uh, our good friend Mike Jolitz, um, future star of the Jolitz Jamboree with uh, Mike Reads the News. And now, Cave Crew Radio presents... Mike reads the news with Mike Jolitz. Hello, 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 Cave Crew Radio. Hello, listeners around the world. How are you doing today? DK, and how's it going, Sir Big B? I hope you guys are doing fantastic. Today is Friday, June the 2nd. It is now time 
for the news. Dylan Mulvaney has a new sponsor after Bud Light dropped him. He's now sponsored by Weaver's Anal Glue. <laughs> Shannon Sharp is leaving the ESPN show Undisputed with Skip Bayless. That show is over. No one watches for Skip. <laughs> Robert De Niro is going to be a daddy again. The 83-year-old is expecting his fourth child with his now ex-girlfriend, who is only 29 years old. <laughs> I was going to drop a Depends joke here, but yeah, I won't. Apparently, Billy Joel has a residency going on at Madison Square Garden. It's going to end in 2024. This is the first I've heard of it. We hear about Vegas residencies all the time, so it's kind of weird. 25-year-old idiot robbed a store with a Nintendo Duck Hunt gun this week. He apparently asked for all the bills. Uh, the robber was, of course, caught. Arizona Chartnels released DeAndre Hopkins last weekend. D-Hop is gone. Who knows who will sign him? He's not Arizona's problem anymore. And finally, in the news, the NBA Finals are underway. The Heat are up one game to none against Denver. The next game is Sunday afternoon in the park. <coughs> Alrighty, guys, it is now time for the tidbits. They're not headlines. They're just little tiny pieces of shit. Yeah. Flash Mountain at Disney is closed forever now. Oh, yeah. Happy belated 93rd birthday to Clint Eastwood. Oh, yeah. Congrats to the Fighting Irish who won their first lacrosse championship last Monday. Oh, yeah. And finally, in the tidbits, I am only going to work 12 days for the entire month of June. <laughs> yeah, nice. Oh, yeah. All right, guys, that does it for this uh, Mike Reads the News. Hope you guys enjoyed it. I will be back next week with another episode. Choose Chow on a feeder saying later. Bye-bye. How did we miss the one about the uh, duck hunt gun? That's a good one. I don't know. I didn't see that one. That's I need to address something from, from Mike Reads the News. Sure. Uh, Mike said he has never heard of Billy Joel and his quote-unquote residency at Madison Square Garden. He's been doing that for like a decade. Oh, more than a decade? You probably, yeah, you're right, more than a decade. Um, he has a banner hung in the rafters for like the number of shows that he's done at Madison Square Garden. This happens every single year. Uh, he does this run of like month-long, two-month-long shows every night at Madison Square Garden. Um, I don't know how... Mike Jolich never heard of that before. Now, I know he's probably not your style, but have you ever seen Billy Joel? I like Billy Joel, and uh, oh. but I never I never saw him live. As, <laughs> as amazing as it is, he's in Madison Square Garden every fucking night. I've never seen him live. I went to see him at the uh, Palace of Auburn Hills, and uh, there was no backup band. He played for four hours. By the time he got to Piano Man, he had a... Uh, laryngitis and, and and the fans sing the song he had like the stage going in a circle this is like 20 years ago when i saw him and uh and and and, and he, he I, I i'll never forget he did da na 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 like that and they said oh screw it Ladies and gentlemen, Bob Seeger. And Bob Seeger appears from the bottom of the stage. It was so cool. And yeah, one of my favorite, I've, and I've seen a lot of concerts. I've seen Metallica over a dozen times. I mean, I, I like, I, I love going to concerts, but 
Yeah, it was cool. Billy Joel's cool, but he's getting up there, too. And it's just amazing that you know, I, of all, like I've seen a, a lot of concerts uh, like you as well, and it, I like Billy Joel. I listen to his music. You know, I've had his CDs. I just never went to see him. Amazingly enough, he's there every day at Madison Square Garden. I just never went to see. You him. should go. You should go. He's. Uh, I'm sure he's still a trip. He probably has like a million backup singers and. Oh yeah, it's stuff a whole, like that now. But it's a whole production. But yeah, one day I'll get out there. But yeah, Mike. It, I mean, he's been doing this forever. Yeah. I don't know how Mike's from Wisconsin and Arizona, though, so it's kind of a little. Out of touch. Well, I get. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I live here, so you know, I'm constantly bombarded with commercials about his, you know, shows at the Garden. So yeah, I guess maybe you don't hear about it out there in the Midwest and Southeast Southwest. Just one of those shows you can sing along. Right. You know, yeah. It, it, it just like every song you can kind of sing Except along. Except we to. didn't start the fire. Nobody can sing along to that. Oh God, no. No. Now, you know me. I stutter over my uh, my own sentences. So Yeah, no. Um, ain't nobody singing over we didn't start the fire. I dare anyone to do that at karaoke. Everybody will everybody will, will be able to sing the chorus. Well yeah. Nobody will be able to sing the verses. No, it's it's uh it's impossible. All right, listen, I got to pee. It's it's that time of the show. Um, I ended, I started with nothing. And then I ended up with like all kinds of things I got here on the page. Mm-hmm. And like my, my show name changed five times. And you might have a better one. I don't know. But, uh, you know, like show notes. A herd of cows eager to help. He's like Elwood of the Blues Brothers. Um, well, we can't put this down, but it's it's a fucking drink with a sandwich on it. <laughs> uh, and of course, I loved Makina McQuinn Woodley. <laughs> Who doesn't? I, I love it. Uh, also, had down an oversized paddling pool. But now to the good stuff. I at one point wanted to say a Snapchat influencer. Okay. That's a new one on me. I don't even, I think my kid does it, but I don't know what Snapchat is. I don't. I, um, I, I, I also liked glory hole gang bangs. <laughs> then I wrote down an aquatic apocalypse. And also along the lines of nature, psycho gulls. Qu'est-ce que c'est? <laughs> um, but Mike read the news. And my new favorite is Weaver's Anal Glue. I think I saw you write down things four times. I have six. Oh, yeah, more than I thought. So you're like me. I got active. Here we go. Number one. Uh, Again, we'll start off with show notes or possible show notes. First one, the cows communicated with the officers. Yeah, that was good. The cows, the officers. Yeah, good one. Uh, Next one uh, for a show note. Please don't use guns to fish. Yeah, very, very easy, but I know we're getting into the good stuff. See, now I'm, well, okay, I'll say this one. Uh, This is the first thing I wrote down. Kai's Little Cremator. Okay, how do you spell that? 
K-Y apostrophe S. K-Y apostrophe S. Little cremator. Yeah, that's a good one. That was the, that was the hot dog uh, machine. Yes. For, that, the, that the inventor made. Yeah. We got to find I, him. All right. Now, now I'm, I'm, I don't know which one to pick. I, li- I honestly like all three of them. So I'm just going to go in order and uh, I will leave it up to you. Um, but I will tell you one of them we share. So that may win out. Okay. So in order that I wrote them, not in order that I, that I, that I like them. This is the order that I wrote them from first to last. Rogue and Vagabond. Oh, that was a good one. Oh, yeah, I like that one. Rogue and Vagabond. That would be an excellent show name. For uh, sure, a show one, note. Uh, next one, uh, and you may disagree. Like all three of these, I like for show names. I leave it up to you. The next one, you may disagree with, but I just, I like it for whatever reason. Bigger than Night Court. <laughs> like Night Court is this humongous hit TV show that everybody knows. And we would be bigger than Night Court. Okay. And the final one is the one we share. Uh, j- again, in the order I wrote them, Weaver's Anal Glue. I just, I don't know why. So yeah, like bigger than Night Court, I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna delegate that off as a show note. Okay. So that leaves Rogue and on my side, that leaves Rogue and Vagabond, and Weaver's Anal Glue. Yeah, and I really like my other ones. I I really liked. But I really liked Weaver's anal glue, but I forgot about Rogue and Vagabond. Like, that's like such an original show name. I leave it up to you. We both share Weaver's anal glue. I like Weaver's anal glue, and I like Rogue Vagabond. I think that Weaver's anal glue, no one will get. Okay. It could be a show note. I'm going to mark it. I'm also going to mark bigger than Night Court. But let's spell out Rogue, R-O-G-U-E. No, R-O-U-G-E. Oh, wait a minute. R-O-U-G-E. And and Vagabond. V-A-G-A-B-O-N-D. Okay, I had that right. Yeah, I say we go with that. I forgot about that. Because I was going to write it down, and then you said, excuse me. Oh, there you go, yeah. yeah. So I think Rogue and Vagabond would be a very interesting show name. I li- I love Weaver's Aid No Glue. Yes, uh, Mike Jolitz, if you're out there. That came out of nowhere in, in uh, Mike Weaver's News. So it'll be a show name, or a show note, guaranteed. All right, folks, uh, I really got to pee. I've had a few beers. But, uh, all right, great show. We'll get to the Florida stuff next week. Um, we will, uh, what else did we promise next week? Something else going on. We got to find the bill call. Yes. Got to have it. Got to have it somewhere. The, the, uh, at least the first two. Yeah. Because then wasn't there a time where like. We were They're about- long calls, though. Like, I mean, that could be almost like a show on its own. But weren't wasn't there like a a Jamaican that lived upstairs? Yes, the Nigerian that the lived Nigerian. upstairs, and <laughs> the Nigerian uh, that lived upstairs. I'm gonna have to find it. It's it, this is like way back, ladies and gentlemen. 
this would probably be good stuff for like you know when we're not doing a show to like edit something together. But I'll, I'll do my best. Bill and the eight track sex tapes are probably two of my favorite. Yes. Uh, things we had. And for for those of you, uh, if we get to it, if we can find Bill, uh, I was uh, I think I was um, uh, who was I? I was Steve Burton. Yeah. And then I was also Pierre Lacroix. Yeah, and you were looking at placing Syrian refugees. I worked for the Canadian government and was looking to place Syrian refugees. And he had an apartment available on some site. Yeah, it was probably Kijiji, or I don't know where I found it, or Craigslist, or whatever it was. And he had a one-bedroom apartment, and we were trying to place a family of 12 Syrians and a goat. And a goat. (laughs) The goat could stay outside. We said it was okay for the goat to stay outside. Yeah, and he, he honestly, I don't think he really cared about the people. No, he I cared gotta, about I, the goat. I got to go back and listen because he wasn't happy with the, the Nigerian guy upstairs. Uh, I'll find it, ladies and gentlemen. I, I don't even know what I called it, but it's it, it's in the archive somewhere. It's it's everything has been saved. Um, yeah, Bill. Um, even if we got to go back to the original episode and pull the audio, uh, there's only what. We're, by the way, we're almost on 400. Are we really? Wow. Yeah, I think we're at like 390. Wow. Something like that. Like so, another milestone. It's hard to believe, eh? Yeah, seriously. Uh, 400 episodes. Yeah. So if we don't have staying power, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, I honestly don't know what does. All right, kids, we'll see you next week. Uh, Maybe some more updates on the endless summer. uh, And uh, hopefully we'll find find Bill. Good old Bill. Yeah. Later. Later. I want you to pack up and get out. Get the hell out of here. Go. Just go. Get out. Get the hell out. Shut the f*** up. Get out. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. Shut up. Shut up. Shut, 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 shut up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.